Boston, did we lose you to Satan? Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston. Joining us in the studio, as always, is the time being, Scott. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> no, no crying at all, except whenever I strike out. Oh, <laughs> you do Which your best. Better. Speaking of home runs, uh, we also have our host, Aww. Ryan Shipley. You stop it, you. And, of course, playing uh, Rocky Top at the beginning of the episode was super smart. <laughs> uh, was, especially, yeah, especially since... Uh, Legend tells that if you play that song in front of a mirror five times, our guest will appear. Oh, well, it did yeah. take a long time playing the entire song five separate times into the mirror. Hey, you got to get Shibley. Hey, it's worth the commitment. It's worth it, man. Summon Michael Shibley in attack mode. Greetings and salutations out oh. there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, also... It the, worked. Yeah. The only other time you're allowed to cry in baseball is at the end of Field of Dreams. You can totally that, cry yes. at that point. That's fair, my friend. Yeah. That's fair. And didn't they um remake that? Well, not like the movie, but didn't they do something in the field recently? They, oh, yeah. this one's weird. They they had the <laughs> Field of Dreams game. Uh it was built there they built an actual Major League Baseball esque stadium okay. out there. Uh it was to kind of resemble old Comiskey Park. Uh, right. Out in the cornfield, like, and you can see the Field of Dreams field from there. And they had uh, the Yankee, they had the uh, Yankees and the White Sox playing a game that counted. This oh, was wow. just, this, this <laughs> was just like a month ago. This happened. Uh, it was it was great. Kevin Costner walked out of the cornfield, and then he just <laughs> stood around. <laughs> no, awesome. and, and then all the other players from both teams walked out of the cornfield. Oh my god, that's perfect! That's like, it was awesome, and it was a great game. It was a lot of scoring. The Yankees, I think, were down three runs going into the top of the ninth, and then they hit two two-run home runs to take the lead, and then the White Sox mm. hit a walk-off home run at the end. It was great. I thought and you the said ratings... the ghost of Shoeless Joe Jackson suddenly showed up. It, it should have been. <laughs> Ray... now, actually, Ray Liotta. Uh, no, actually, Ray Liotta wasn't there, which was weird. You would have thought he would have shown up for this, too. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was it was amazing, and I think it was the best ratings they've had for a regular season baseball game, I think, in like 15 years or something. Wow. Yeah. So would the home run actually go out into a cornfield? Yeah, it went exactly into a cornfield. Uh, they had like a barn uh, facade for a scoreboard out there. It was awesome. I That's loved amazing. it. Amazing, And I bet some of those children of the corn probably caught some of those fly balls. Oh, yes. Oh, Outlander! Cool. You know what's really weird? You sound like you might become some kind of a sports expert. Just a tad. A little, a little bit. bit. Did yeah. anybody else from Field of Dream show up? Did like James Earl Jones show up? He did do the narration. He did like a voiceover thing at some point, but he was not Aww. there. So Well, yeah, he's probably like he's really old. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds so fucking ageist. <laughs> yeah, he's old. <laughs> we don't need him in person. Right. Yeah. 
That's crazy. I, I did find out, by the way, today I did a little bit of manual labor to help my friend move his comic book store. And uh, manual labor yes, does not did. agree with me. <laughs> I had long suspected such. Yeah. But yeah. today I proved it. I am so the rumors, not. The rumors were true then? Yeah, I am not good with manual labor. I worked gotcha. uh, I worked longer than I thought my body was going to allow me. But at one point, my body just said, you're done moving stuff. So are you are you like me? You know, if you get a call from a friend who needs to help moving their furniture or moving houses or move to another house, you're like, God, I'm so sick, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm usually yeah, the, the bad. Crush. I'm usually the bad friend. But Bill, who's been on the podcast before, was kind of yeah. in a jam. And, uh, you know, um, he's done so much for me. So I was like, I'm going to come up and help you. But the good thing is he's had so many people come out and help. Good. Um, which I think kind of shows you, you put kindness in, you'll get it back in return. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he's had just a ton of people show up and I know Boston wanted to show up and redeem himself after the, uh, the, uh, comic book room debacle he was a part of. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I, I remember that story. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, you've kind of been doing some moving yourself. Uh, yeah, I, uh, we officially, uh, we are officially at a point where we should not have to go back over again. Oh, good. Uh, however, this means that I now have to move into phase two of my recovery program, oh. which is uh, I actually had to build myself a sling today at work. Wait, because, what? So I'm, we're pretty sure I've got tennis elbow or, well, we th- first thought it was like I pinched a nerve. Now we're pretty sure it's maybe just tennis elbow. But still, the proper thing to do is, like, just not use it for a while. I think Sarah had originally said not use it for three months, and I'm like, that's not possible. Yeah. But I went to, so I ran by I ran by Kroger's to grab like it's just a sling off the shelf, and the one size fit all did not fit me because I'm a big old boy. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I bought a. I bought a side. Uh, I bought a double shoulder of leather off the uh, from our sales stuff, and I made. Uh, a, I can send you all a picture in a little bit, but yes. I, I made myself a sling to keep my arm from flailing about. That's amazing. Now, wow, okay. for the listeners at home and me, what is tennis elbow? It's when uh, someone comes and clubs your elbow with a tennis racket, <laughs> and you can no longer lift things. Oh. Okay, <laughs> it's uh, it, it is it is sort of a, it's it's kind of nerve damagey, um, and uh, it, it's it's mainly like I get waves of pins and needles going from my elbow all the way down to my fingertips. Oh, and God. it's the weirdest thing for me is that uh, I even was kind of showing off earlier at work, although I probably shouldn't say this while Sarah's with an earshot, but I was like lift. I was I was picking up chairs and stuff and just like lifting them be like no see this doesn't hurt at all but check this out and as soon as i picked like grabbed one of the the mallets like the the two ounce mallets that we have i was like gripping this hurts like hell <laughs> it was like yeah, yeah i can like, there's i'm not i'm not losing any strength but i have like no grip strength i cannot like i can i have to use uh i have to use one hand to open a bottle of water because if i try to pinch it with my right hand just pain all the way up to my elbow oh god Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's so bizarre. It's like I could run a marathon, but if I had to like take a step backwards, I'm gonna fall down. Like it, it's so weird. 
bit. Now, did it also frustrate you that the weather started getting cooler after you finished your moving? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm so fucking upset. Yeah. That we're now we're all like, oh hey, uh, now that we're, now that we, now we have everything finally out of the house, uh, we'll we'll chill off a little bit. Yeah. Now it's like nice. Uh, cool weather at least in the morning it's super cool like i think this morning it was mm-hmm. 59 degrees yeah it was cool enough i went out and i I forgot the shirt was thermal but i went out in a long sleeve shirt this morning because it felt so comfortable there was a mistake later in the day but that's, oh god that's how that's how this beautiful east tennessee weather works mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, oh yeah it's... yeah this is this is the one week of fall we will have and then you know <laughs> then winter um, winter, but it would be nice to maybe have a fall this year. I I would take that. Yeah, um, fall has always been my favorite uh, season, not just because my my um my birthday falls within it. Um, but I like the whole the weather starts getting nicer, the trees, uh, the color of the leaves change. Uh, you know, like ghost stories, um, like um, bonfires. It's it's so awesome. Halloween is my favorite holiday of the year so uh, it's definitely my time okay, it's guys. good football weather yes yeah, super Absolutely. good football it is, Let's, yeah yep all right so we're gonna rank those seasons Boston, okay <laughs> i'll start off so you all can think about this as i'm throwing this all on you all right s tier s tier rank uh fall yeah fall is first um then i would go winter second i'm gonna surprise everybody there because i like cold and i like snow um and then spring and then summer I was going to go and say that is my exact same list. Scott, don't be a copycat. I, I can't help it. You, you, I, I'm going to say you stole my, you stole it from me somehow. I don't know how. Uh, I'm going to come in. At least mine's going to be a little different. Uh, okay. Winner's going to be first on my list. Okay. Because you can always, you can always add more things off. You can't like rip your skin off. Okay. Right. And then fall, then spring, and summer. Uh, summer, I don't even want to put on the list because it's just, it's just the worst. It's so bad. Like fall for me is it's a, it's its own special tier. Like I can't even everything else does nothing compares to it to me. Nope, it's the best. And Michael, yeah. See, I, I I'm different a little bit. I went to high school and spent a lot of time in Virginia Beach, so I was always like a summer kid. I loved going to the beach. Okay. So summer for me, for some still up there, even though it's a lot hotter. It feels like now uh, climate change is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, but I still have always enjoyed summer. Uh, fall is great. It's falls like right below it. It's almost a one A one B type thing for me because again, a little cooler weather. Love good hoodie weather. Uh, throwing on a mm-hmm. uh, hoodie. Football season, of course. Uh, then give me spring. I just love everything coming back to life. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially just after dregs of winter, and then I've got <laughs> everything I, I, coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Phrasing boom. And I, then having yes, yeah, spring or winter is my bottom. But you know, it, it, they're, okay. they all have their quality yeah. qualities. Yes. I'm sure there's some winters out there that love to be bottoms. Exactly. Will, uh, yeah. Ryan, I you, realize I spoke. I spoke prematurely. I need to change my answer. Okay. Don't want to copycat me now. No, well, it's not that. It's I totally forgot. So one of my, one of my, the most relaxing things for me to do uh, is to drive around in my car with my top down. Okay. And I forgot that I can't do that in the winter. Uh, so I actually need to change my answer. The fall is still uh, tier one. Yep. I've been followed by summer. I, at first, I didn't say summer because I can't stand the heat, but I forgot yep. about my car. Okay. So it's, it's fall, summer, spring, then winter. 
We'll allow you to change that, but we will never allow you to change the fuck boy. <laughs> that, that's that's with me for life. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's thing. Do you think? Um, I'm not a big porn guy, but do you think yeah. there is a porn called Winter Is Coming? Well, God, there has to be, right? Like the Game there of Thrones be, there setting. Has to be. There has to be. There has to be, right? Or at least I, some. I, if if I was doing over under on that, yeah, I, I would definitely take the over. Because there's got to be like, because I mean, I saw when I was younger the porn parody of Seinfeld, which is called Heinfeld, and it was the one where they were doing the contest, and the contest was to see who could go without anal sex. <laughs> wow. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, um, please, please tell me who in the world played Kramer. <laughs> I don't know none of their names, porn. like. Porn actors, I don't know names. So a question I have that that's per, that. So if you're apply, if you're you know in the porn business and you're trying to do a movie based on a parody like that, yeah, do you have to like they make you like you know audition as that character. <laughs> you know, well, you're, you're you're pretty good at what you do, but you don't you don't have a lane down just yet. <laughs> you know, your your sex is off the hook, but right. your impersonation of Queen Cersei is. Yeah, leaves a lot to be it's desired. Leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, we're, we're trying to go through realism here, damn it. Yeah. Okay, so there is game of porn. That's uh, a lazy. Of, that's lazy. Game of bones. That's a little better. Queen of Thrones. Uh oh. Game of bones. Winter is coming. C U M M. Of course. There you go. <laughs> and. Game of Bones 2, Winter Came Everywhere. Wow. So that means the first one did well enough that they greenlit a sequel. And yes. I bet the writers goes, there's so many places that we can take this. I mean, it kind of reminds me, I don't know if, uh, who's familiar with, there was, a, there was a porn, I've got Game of Bones, really? Whatever. <laughs> that one's a little, that's better Rule than 34 Game is of, alive yeah. and well. Yes. <laughs> it was called pirates and it originally it looked like it was going to be like a pirates of the caribbean parody but then it has like its own story that felt more like jason the argonauts oh and so it was and it did so well that it got a sequel and i'm talking like a high budget sequel like this had a this had a budget that you would see on like uh some of the like low end Disney films these days, like it was yeah, amazing. Wow. The production value was crazy. Was it was it softcore? Or was it? Was oh no, it, it was it, oh, it was hardcore. There was oh, okay. uh, there was squirting all over the place. It was. I think at one point, I think at one point they did a scene, or they they did a scene where uh, uh, a kraken a kraken had some uh, fun. Wow, really? Nice. Did they have a guy in a kraken suit? No, just really good CGI. I, I can't, okay. I can't uh, take porn unless there's a Kraken involved. So, but that's yeah. right my alley. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I remember watching. This was in college. Someone brought over. Everybody's like hanging out, drinking. This was like a co-ed party, and someone brought over. Um, oh God, uh, Lord of the G-Strings, a Throbbit's okay. Tale by yes! Dildo Saggins. Oh God, Dildo wow. Saggins. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. No, that one was amazing. That one was it was it was soft core oh, definitely it was, it was soft core yeah. but it was so it was, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, one of the meme the mean porns of uh, lemon stealing horrors no no but it was like there was that level of bad dialogue okay. of just like uh, oh yeah, god the, 
the wizard instead of Gandalf, he was smearing off the wizard, and he was just drunk the whole time. Um, pretty good. And they, uh, and I, I'm pretty sure he kept seeing me like, yeah, just uh, just go look for that ring in there. Just re- reach in, reach under my robe and find that ring. Ah, oh, there we go. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so. Oh, it was. Oh, <laughs> This is like a after dark episode of BRB FK. Uh, it's a sexy, yes it is. This is a sexy episode here. <laughs> this is where we're starting. We're 16 minutes into this. <laughs> yeah. Too bad we weren't 69 minutes into it. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. That's why I'm we're, here. We're way past the sports already. This is good. <laughs> yeah. We've not even <laughs> got the sports yet. We're playing hardball. Yeah. Did yeah. Really. yeah. Uh, but, um, so yeah, so Mike, what is the name of your podcast now? I know did you change the name after everything went down? So what I no. did was yeah, um, we had uh, yeah, it was the the man in the arena. Yep. But then what I've kind of decided to do was kind of change it up. I've moved more into the streaming world. Okay. Um, so it's under Shibbles and Bits. It's a lot like Kibbles and Bits, but Shibbles and Bits. Um, okay. I'm sure you guys will post the links and everything. So I've got a I've got a tw- Twitch channel and I've got a uh, and I've got a YouTube page. Okay. Both under that and obviously stream. We're still trying to figure things out a yeah. lot. And then uh, with YouTube, we're just making videos and making a lot of sports videos and things. We just posted one. Uh, with Mrs. Shibbles, how to uh, watch sports with your significant other, kind of in a like nice. 50s PSA style with a <laughs> nice. terrible narrator and everything. You're going to add crack and porn at some point? Uh, obviously, yeah. That's yeah. Gonna be yeah, yeah. Once he gets yeah. the CG funds. Uh, yeah, you gotta CGI get funds. I've got to get to Twitch affiliate first. I've only got well, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So is the podcast <laughs> on hold for right now? <laughs> Kind of. I, I'm thinking of doing essentially uh, an iteration of it on Twitch with the just chatting okay. kind of thing. That's just kind of what I'm feeling with it. And one of the things I'm going to start doing, uh, starting with the Tennessee Florida game on September 25th, I'm going to be I'm going to be doing some uh, watch alongs where because okay. a lot of people have done this. I know uh, some of my friends have done it with wrestling pay per views. Yeah, where you got the game. You obviously can't broadcast it because of broadcasting rights. But then everybody can just join, and then you've got the chat. And yeah. I offer commentary while the game's going on. Okay, just kind of a way to kind of reach out to the audience and things like that. So that's that's the one of the plans, kind of to do things like that with the podcast. At least the idea of it, anyway. Is the Florida game home or away this year? No, it is an away game. Oh boy. Yeah, so you can just we'll just start off with me most likely being miserable. So it'll be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd assume with the creative right now, that's probably how the WWE pay per views are too. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I um I've not watched wrestling really in a very long time, but it's at the point now where my brothers aren't really watching the regular shows anymore. I think they they watch the pay per views. Mark's shown a little bit of curiosity towards AEW, but Will is still like uh, deep down uh, just a WWE fan, um, but I heard AEW is pretty strong right now. AEW has yeah, Boston. Go ahead. I was about to say, yeah, they have definitely they are they have made their spot in the radar. They are like I haven't I haven't had a chance to actually catch any of the the shows, but yeah. even people who are like don't even people who don't even care about wrestling. Are like so this AEW thing? What's that all about? Yeah, huh. um, yeah. They just 
uh, CM Punk just came back uh, a few weeks ago in Chicago, in his hometown of Chicago. Nice. And then they they had the All Out uh, pay per view there uh, just this last Sunday. They had a great tag match between the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers, which was amazing. A great tag match in a cage. And then, of course, Kenny Omega defending the title. And then, not only at that pay per view did you get the uh, arrival of Adam Cole. But Brian Danielson, a.k.a. Daniel Bryan in the WWE, also showed up at the end of it. Which is so, a little crazy, because wasn't he in, like, one of the main events at WrestleMania this he past main year? Evented, yeah, he main-evented WrestleMania, but his his contract expired. He realized he wasn't going to get any, you know, any type of push or any really in the title picture. Yeah. So he's like, screw it, I can be here and make more money, have a lot more freedom to do things. They have right now a mm. lot more creative freedom. Uh, Tony Khan is the owner. Yeah. Um, his dad, Shad Khan, owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and uh, Fulham FC in the, I think they're in the championship division. They Which is where I imagine most of the money comes from, because I can't see a lot of it coming from Jacksonville. But um, <laughs> well, they get the, they still have a lot of the TV revenue yeah. sharing and things they do with all of that. Um, but the yeah, they move up and down between the premiership and the championship league. Uh, in I it take me a bit to describe relegation to everybody, but oh, we uh, watched Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, if Jason Mendoza. If Jason Mendoza likes the Jacksonville Jaguars, it can't be that bad. That's just true. Um, R.I.P. Jason Mendoza. Um, did uh, now so. With the AEW, um, Adam Cole, that was a crazy situation, right? Because wasn't he, doesn't like the WWE didn't even realize that he had, uh, that he was out of contract? Uh, no, well, that um, really, they did kind of allow that one to expire. Um, you would think they would notice it, but the big one to me was Malachi Black. <laughs> Okay. Which was which was just funny. Uh, so Malachi Black, who is under uh, as Tommy End was his name, also on uh, back in the Indies, but he was Alistair Black in the WWE. Great tattoos. He was a Dutch kickboxer before he turned to pro wrestling. Scott is great, too. Yeah, great oh, gimmick. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> and yeah. he. He got released, and he was awesome. I loved him in NXT. Yeah. And then he shows up. He got released. Now, normally, you have a 90-day... Um, you have a 90-day no non-compete clause yeah. if they release you. Yep. The problem was, even though he was on the main roster of Raw and SmackDown, he was still on his NXT deal. Oh. So... It was only 30 days. So he showed up after 30 days. Adam Cole, yeah, was just recently on the last NXT uh, big event that they did. And he just shows up because again, the contract just expired. There was no being released. It just ended. <laughs> so that's yeah. why it's one of these where he just jumps right over there. And he had no faith, right? Cause um, from what I understand, WWE has been really bad at, uh, they've been dropping the ball a lot when they've transferred NXT up to the main roster, right? Like with exceptions, a, a few exceptions, but they've they've dropped the ball a lot. They have. Um, it's been a big just fuster cluck, really, when it comes to a lot of this stuff. I can swear on this podcast. Yeah, I, 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 no, I, yeah, yeah. How yeah. fucking dare you? Know. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's been it's been a clusterfuck when it comes to some of that. And again, some people it works. Uh, you look at Wait, a lot we, of you know. We did just talk about porn, so I think yeah, you can. Cuss. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. true. It's yeah. true. Go ahead. Sorry. 
it, it, it's worked a lot with the women. Like the women have transferred much better. Like of yeah. course Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Bianca Belair, former uh, Lady Vol track star, main evented. Really? The, yeah, she main evented the first night of WrestleMania uh, with Sasha Banks. So you had two women of color in the main event of WrestleMania, which Hell was yeah. a pretty big deal. But yeah, she was a track star here, a hurdler, and she's you know athletic as all get out. Yep. Um, and she has a really good look. Oh, she's got a great look. I had, she was one of the reasons I had to stop just like you, Ryan. I had to stop reading the local news comments. Okay. Oh, uh, was it pretty horrible? Well, because they posted, they posted, you know, that she had won first. She won the Royal rumble and then she won the title at WrestleMania. And they're talking about, cause she went to Austin East high school here in Knoxville too. Yeah. And they're like, you know, local UT alum in Austin East wins the world title, women's world championship at WrestleMania. And of course, everybody's like, how can they win something if it's fake? Oh, it's so And it's like, d- just, okay. Yeah. And it's the same thing. I'll, 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 I swear I'll stop this rant here in a second. It was the same thing when CM Punk came Never back. Never stop your ramps. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, I apologize. Uh, it gets me all flustered, these idiots. Uh, I get it. I get Never it. stop ranting. Keep yeah, yeah. You, you you get these people at um who talked about when CM Punk came back, the cameras found a guy who was crying. He was literally in tears yeah. seeing CM Punk come back. And people were making fun of that. And it's like, okay, so that means I'm allowed to make fun of you whenever your favorite character in whatever show you watch dies or when a couple gets back together. Yeah. Uh, it's Because it's the same entertainment. It's no, the same yeah. damn thing. Yeah. You know, because every time they're like, you know, it's fake. I was like, you know what also is fake? Everything else on TV. <laughs> yeah. Everything. No, also, uh, that's that's the thing is like, it, it's similar with like whether, uh, what was the one I saw? People trying to say that the post office is losing money. It's like, no, it's a service. Yeah. You, you don't, you wouldn't say that the military is losing money, <laughs> but the, yeah, WWE, yeah, it is entertainment. Like, yeah. you, it is choreographed. Like, yeah. it, it, it isn't. Like, that's why I always I was one of those guys, I was one of those assholes. It was like it's not fake, it's choreographed. Yeah. It's just as real as any John Wayne movie you ever enjoyed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like as many real. I mean, frankly, I think Hulk Hogan threw more real punches, but yeah, yeah no, I I agree. Hulk Hogan probably yeah, better not, with not horses. Not what they what they put their bodies through. Like oh god, yeah. 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 You, you go yeah. you go try doing what they do on yeah. a yeah. basis, and Here's a lot of times you're doing it three hundred nights a year and you're traveling they they used right. to do that like the mythos of them traveling you know 350 days out of the year that's yeah what i mean rick flair did do that when he was nwa champion back in the day but they don't do nearly that much anymore yeah. really. i was surprised cactus jack could even walk yeah no yeah, he's and, uh and is <sighs> like speaking coherently <laughs> no yeah. not, not recently no he yeah. um but he's, he's been very cool. yeah. He's been very uh, outspoken recently about just how shitty the WWE creative has been. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, he's been like he posted today a picture of two, uh, I guess star. They were big stars when they were in um, Impact, and then he showed a picture of them now, and they're doing like silly stuff with water guns. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. it's yeah. I miss I miss that one, but I mean that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, Again, the WWE too. They're owned. They're a, a, a publicly traded company on the New York Stock Exchange. I still have, I think, thirteen shares. I bought it a long time ago. 
uh, mostly so I can just I can complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're no, a co-owner part of this. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I'm now I'm just waiting to see if Disney or NBC Universal ends up buying them. And that's, that's been the I'm big trying. rumor, right? Is that yeah. I don't understand the rumor that Vince McMahon is trying to tank it to sell it. That makes no sense to me. But it's weird that like he he just basically cut Bray Wyatt, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which is insane. Which, yeah. And. Well, made me giggle was it was right after there was a big interview with uh, Undertaker. Undertaker just got on the record being like Bray Wyatt's one of the best things WWE has going right now, and then he gets <laughs> fired. Yep. It's insane. No, so that's one thing I'm looking forward to because of AEW's creative is that far and ahead right now to see what would happen if Bray Wyatt actually had good creative and not creative that was just trying to sabotage him at every at every turn. Um, it's because Bray Wyatt recreated himself technically twice. Yes. They, he was he was like Husky Harris, yeah. Who and oh, remember God. his his dad was IRS Irwin R. Shyster back in the day. Such a good mm. character. Um, mm. and so he he was like this just kind of generic whatever. And then so they're like you know you've got like a couple days to think of something or we're gonna let you go. And he came up with Bray Wyatt the uh, the cult leader essentially blowing out the candle and everything, and then. I gotta, I gotta wonder. Did he? I wonder how much of that he borrowed from Gangrel. Probably, so, I bet a, a good amount. Really, when he when you look at everything um, that they did, uh, and then of course they they were like, we need something else because the that character had gone stale. So he came up with, you know, the talk show, yeah, the or fiend, the, uh, the fun house, Firefly yeah. Fun House, and then he, the fiend that morphed into that and it was great it was the yeah. highest selling merch they'd been doing which is what's so crazy yeah because yeah. i mean i so i did see that was the last wrestling i wwf wrestling i've seen was i went to my uh brother wills for uh the first night of wrestlemania i was like i'm not doing two nights um <laughs> and uh that ending of that match how it just abruptly ended like it did was so weird with the the build-up and everything um so here's my question, because I did watch a little bit of AEW, I think two weeks ago. It was um mm-hmm. it would no, it was the go to it was the go home uh show before the pay-per-view. So I guess it yeah. was last week. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of WWF stars. Like I saw Christian, Rusev, um, Vicky Guerrera. I saw a ton of WWF stars that are now in AEW, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are making the comparison, oh, AEW is just a new WCW. It's got Tony Schiavone, um, what do you think that's a fair criticism or do you think it's going a different way where it's actually still building their own stars, but are, has it basically been, Hey, here's your WWF stars and we're just going to do new stories with them. I, I think that they are working on, yes, building some of their new stars. We haven't had somebody jump the other way yet. I'll be interested to see when that starts happening. Like the first big one, of course, back in the Monday night wars was when, you know, X-Pac jumped back yeah. to the WWE the night after WrestleMania 14. Yeah. Or when Luger then, showed up on Touche, the oh, Raw yeah. and then Nitro an hour later. Or Yeah, it was like a couple days later or whatever, showed up on the first Nitro back in 95. Yeah, that was yep. nuts. You it was the same at, night because at that point, Raw was taped. No, that was... Um, oh, no, who was it? That was Rick Rude. Rick Rude was the one who uh, had shown up I think okay. on both of them. Um, 
it, but mm. uh, sorry, I got off track. Um, but what I'm interested to see is, yeah, if someone jumps the other way, I think, again, you've got Tony Khan, who, again, I, I know he's used some of his dad's money, but again, AEW Dynamite's averaging like over a million viewers right now, ratings-wise, which I think TNT is ecstatic with. Yeah, because then they just sign it to like a three-year extension. Yeah. They're moving it actually to TBS, which apparently, I didn't know this, has like a million more homes it's involved Wait, in in cable. I, I didn't thought, know that. Yeah, I thought legally TBS can only show Impractical Jokers. <laughs> That's true TV. Oh, that's true TV. Okay. I went ahead and I uh, went ahead to go to double check because I didn't want to. I didn't okay. want to leave that one hanging. Uh, yes, yeah. it was Rick Rude. Okay. okay. Dang it. Yeah. This is what happens when I try to go up against the sports machine. That's okay. <laughs> I do have a question against the sports machine as well. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, or not against. I mean, for the the. <clears throat> not no, against it. it. Take him down, <laughs> yeah. Scott. That's fine. I'm taking you down, sports machine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> So I saw uh, a video a clip uh, earlier today with the interview uh, with The Rock. Uh, he was on like the Howard Stern show, and he had mm-hmm. s- said something that that really surprised me because uh, you know Howard was talking to him about how you know he, he was he, he's doing all, all this movie careers, and he he had thought that uh, Vince McMahon still owned his name. You know, he he wanted to know what you know like what kind of cut he still gets and, and all that and he said no 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 i actually own the name now i own the rock uh, he's like, what like he couldn't believe it and he said yeah he said he went and had a meeting with uh, vince mcmahon and you know told him what he wanted to do uh, what his plans were and uh and he just let him have it uh and like that just sounds like something he, that, that unheard of to me uh like is that that's not normal what is it for vince mcmahon to, to give away something like that for nothing it, it depends because i think on the back end I think Vince is going to make a lot of, still will make plenty of money. Like he, in The Rock's early movies, like The Scorpion King, um, The Rundown, Walking Tall, and I think a few movies after that, Vince McMahon got an executive producer credit on all of those movies. Right. Because of the name. Yeah, The Rock has made him plenty of money. The Rock is still very, obviously, loyal to the WWE. So I think Vince giving him the name you're still going to relate the rock. There's still so many people that are going to relate him to wrestling. That makes that sense. I think just have him having the name is, is perfectly fine. Um, okay. Vince kept Cody Rhodes. Vince kept the Rhodes name forever, like out of spite. Oh, you're right. Oh, like like, like th- they would get around it where like, they, cause Brandy, his wife, is Rhodes like they let her keep it which was just weird how the release schedule worked with that so like the the ring announce would go Cody and Brandy Rhodes like so they would do it <laughs> smartly but I, either it either it expired or they just gave the WWE like some money and said hey can I have the last name back uh to go back to Ryan's question about what you're thinking with a lot of these WWE guys one of the things though is you're not having a lot of aging stars Okay. There. And you also have people who know about the business and understand the business, I think, a lot more. So you're going to have, like, because, again, Hogan would never job. Like, that yeah. was the whole thing. Like, Hogan, Hall, and Nash would complain, and they just realized they could get more money out of WCW because it was Ted Turner's money. Yep. So, like, even, even when Hogan lost to Sting at Starcade 97, when they had the fast count... Hogan bribed referee Nick Patrick to count normally 
So uh, you look at the tape now, they've sped it up, but live it showed that Hogan beat him one, two, three, and then Bret Hart just restarted the match. Yeah. So I think, again, you've got guys, obviously like the older guys, like Jericho is really there to put a lot of these guys over. Um, Sting is obviously there just kind of as a rub and to get eyeballs, but he Sting's not going to be, you know, winning the world title. I don't think I could be very wrong with that. Okay. Um, Cause no, again, you, can he can even wrestle still. Cause then he have to like cut his uh, time in a WWE short after like messing up, like getting injured. Yeah. And Seth Rogen. I, I guess Seth Rogen. Even though that Rollins, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seth Rogen's in a WWE guys. That would have been really interesting. Um, well, I guess he's his, been uh, his finisher TV. is called the yeah. Pineapple Express. Exactly. Uh, I guess he's been doing <laughs> he's been uh, doing awesome. some DDP yoga or something because yeah. I mean he's been in some of these matches. They haven't been very long, and obviously they've been doing some other matches like cinematic style. Uh, no Sting. Oh, yeah, he's um, um, helping yeah. Uh, Darby, Darby Allen, Allen, who's supposed to be a pretty kind of amazing young talent, he's great. right? Yeah, he's great. You've got some of these young guys that I think. Going forward, they're going to build around like Darby Allen, MJF, uh, Jungle Boy. How, how's, uh, Jack my, how's my boy Cassidy doing? Orange Cassidy's great. He's been in some world title matches with uh, Kenny yeah. Omega. Um, the previous pay per view, the one before All Out, he was in a, a triple threat match with with uh, Pac and Kenny Omega for the title. So Orange Cassidy, love him. He's <clears throat> he's amazing. Mm. Just the idea of him. Because so many people are like, I don't, I don't get it, and now they was like, oh, I completely understand what he's doing. So they have some young guys that they're going to build around in the future. But you have other these people to bring eyeballs, still have great matches. But I yeah. think eventually you're going to have some of those young guys. They stick around, they get better. Uh, they'll be able to carry the promotion going forward. One hopes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, now you've got the Forbidden Door. You're working with Impact. Um, you're working with New Japan, uh, so you're going to have, I think, almost a <clears throat> wrestling alliance, if you will, of cool. a lot of these other people going against the WWE. The one thing I thought, and the reason I was saying, okay, maybe some of these WCW uh, things are valid, is the end of the episode I saw ended how 98% of WCW shows would end, where the Hill, uh, the Hill team is dominating. Like the yeah. version of NWO. They have kind of been doing that, especially with the elite, like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, all those guys, and now Adam Cole, babies with them. Um, but they did get their comeuppance. Like the Young Bucks lost that tag team championship match. Okay. Um, the next pay-per-view or whenever they have a title match, I'm pretty sure it's going to be against Brian Danielson. And okay. I bet... Kenny Omega might finally get his comeuppance and lose that one. Cool. So, so they're not doing it where it's like every week the NWO just, hey, now Virgil's on NWO. Right, yeah. Okay. They're not good. I mean, they might have a lot of members, but these guys do get their comeuppance, or at least yeah. they have right now. And okay. they're not starting every show with a 20-minute promo. They usually start with a match, which I Yeah, like I too. saw that. Because um, yeah. I think the one I saw, there was a really good tag match um, at the beginning. Um, and what's good, too, is like, I was surprised. I had no idea Khan was as young as he is. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got years before he becomes old and starts just kind of crapping on everything like Vince McMahon. Yeah, like Vince McMahon is 76. Yeah. Does it make you nervous, like, for the WWE product, knowing, like, I heard rumors that Vince McMahon and Brother Love are now uh, 
running the book at NXT. Yeah, they got rid of Triple H. I guess they blame Triple H for not winning the Wednesday Night War when NXT was on at the same time as AEW, um, which I thought was a stupid idea to begin with because, I mean, AEW's the new thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't didn't like the idea of doing that because, I mean, I've always been a rising tide lifts all boats. I think Vince is going back. Too bad Terry didn't feel that way. Yeah. (laughs) Vince is no kidding. Vince is going back to what he has done forever. Yeah. Big guys, full head of hair, um, you know, that kind of thing. And so that's why a lot of these smaller guys, which everybody makes fun of that, you know, AEW is just full of a bunch of five, nine guys. It's like they put on amazing matches that are believable. Yeah. Um, and if I'm being know. honest, five, nine is probably the perfect height. Any higher, I mean, any, any taller. And it's just, <laughs> ridiculous you look at you look at ufc they have weight classes and all these different things i mean people have understood how that makes sense yeah really i'm kind of a fan of six two myself six two is just bragging (laughs) actually you know what five ten is the best because i think am i five ten or five eleven whatever i am is perfect (laughs) Um, i remember that when i was when i was a kid i was convinced i was going to keep growing and so I'm always I've always been disappointed that I ta- I capped out at six feet because I like I wanted to be the next Kane. <laughs> no, no, I wanted no. to be the next stupidly sized wrestler. Like did you did you have a really early like growth spurt as a kid? And you were Wrestling. like hell yeah, this is going places. It wasn't early, but it was dramatic. If that oh, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was yeah. like I didn't. Other other kids hit it before me, but mine was a very like dramatic change from. Yeah, so you went home on, on you know summer school or, or summer vacation and came back and you were like a beast. Yes, <laughs> a lineman. <laughs> oh, that's all. Did you ever use your? Did you ever do like sports or anything, Boston? I tried out for the high school wrestling team. Yeah. Um, and then I had a I had a hard time getting through a lot of the training and the exercise. Okay. And then the first night of actual grappling, this dude threw me up over his shoulder and then down on my neck. Oh, God. And I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. Well, was that oh. an old school, like, fireman's carry? Did he pretty much give you? No, it was a uh, uh, damn near belly to belly. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. damn. That's no, this legal? Dude, this dude knew what he was doing. Okay. And so at that point, you said, yeah, I'm retiring. I'm not as cut out for this as I thought I was. Uh, I'll catch yeah. y'all later. Yeah, no use to no no. It doesn't make any sense to cripple yourself for a high school sports team. Yeah. No, we were in Texas. That would be blasphemy. No, I did have some fun uh, doing backyard wrestling later in life, but. <laughs> Dude, um, I did commentating for a little bit for my friends. Uh, my friend right out of high school, he was doing. He would do backyard wrestling. And I did not want to join because I was like, I just want to watch you all hurt yourselves. So I became their uh, heel commentator. And they would do stuff like throw themselves off of pools and just uh, insane stuff that they should not be doing. But, you know, that was at the Mm -hmm. height of ECW. So everybody thought that's 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 the cool thing to do. I I broke I broke a keyboard over someone's back and Mm. then uh, a computer keyboard over someone's back. And then I like. 
swept up all the keys in the center of the quote-unquote ring that we had, and then double R DDT them into the ring, into the <laughs> keys. I was there. I would have started screaming, Cordy. <laughs> yeah. you, uh, Boston, you will appreciate this. They um, There's a guy in uh, AEW. He's friends with the Young Bucks. He's the one who films a lot of the Being the Elite, their YouTube show. Um, yeah. His name's Brandon Cutler. And before he became just their lackey, as the Young Bucks and everybody in the Elite have turned heel, before then, he um, he's a big Dungeons & Dragons guy. Like, he, I Go think on. during <laughs> during the um, quarantine and everything, because they were only filming out of Daly's Place. It's this open-air arena in Jacksonville, which is right there in conjunction with the stadium for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, when your father owns the team, it's nice to have a place like that you can just go to. <laughs> yeah, that's during not bad. Team. Yeah, and and they had like Everybody wrestlers on name. the side. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like the Thunderdome with the WWE. Um, yeah, but he had this gimmick where um, he comes out. He's got a dragon mask on. His wife is like a, a big wrestling tight designer, so he always had these great tights and everything like that. But he was. Uh, facing this other guy, his name was Pretty Peter Avalon in a no disqualification match, and he mm. threw out a bunch of. I think they were mostly obviously D fours. Uh, threw him onto the mat and slammed him on the D four. Oh no! Oh yeah. wow! Okay. <laughs> oh no! Damn, that's pretty bad. Uh, that was cruel. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was beautiful. I loved it. It was. It was a lot of fun to watch that. And now, I think he would run D and D campaigns. Because they would usually have like a three-day kind of filming thing. Because they'd usually try and get like two weeks of filming done at a time. So they'd have like one episode live and then they'd tape another one. Just to kind of stretch this out so they didn't have to gather everybody all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like So um, he would like run campaigns and everything during the off time. The big show actually is in the campaign that's ran by, um, I can't think of his name right now. But he's the uh, werewolf from uh, True Blood. He oh, runs really? a, yeah, he runs a celebrity uh, D&D, and uh, the big show is on yeah. every now and then, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, I have to go yeah, find that. Some, uh, interviews about that, yeah. Yeah. Now, Scott, were you ever a big wrestling fan? Uh, <clears throat> yes, I, you know, growing up I was. Uh, I used to watch it all the time. Uh, not, I haven't really been, I haven't really watched wrestling in years, uh, you know, just here and there, but. Back in the day, yeah, I was a, I was a big wrestling fan. No, you actually did my go to WrestleMania, right? Matches and stuff. Oh, your dad took you to matches? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. Cool. Did you, did you remember any of the, people, the big people that you saw? Oh, God, not top of my head, I did. I did, I did uh, remember seeing, like, Scott Steiner in, like, a hotel once, like, a hotel lobby once. <laughs> nice. <laughs> was this when he was going insane? I, no, it's, I think <laughs> it was before that. This uh, is before did, Big Papa Pump? Yeah, 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 I was, I was way before that. I remember, I remember I was so young. I can't remember who it was, but there was uh, there was one of the wrestlers that I guess my dad saw. It, and he was kind of hanging out back where the the refreshment stand is, and he took us over to meet him. And I, for the life of me, I cannot remember who it was. I was so young. I, I don't think I don't think I even knew who it was at the time. Nice. And you actually went to a WrestleMania, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I did uh, uh, in Florida. Uh, it was the uh, it was the WrestleMania where um, Ric Flair was fighting Shawn Michaels for the, the in his career match. Oh, yeah. And, and Shawn Michaels did the kick and told him, I'm sorry, right, right before it happened. And, and, and yeah, that, that was, that was really a, a very cool. Uh, yes. The, I'm that. sorry. I love you. Super yeah. Kid. I'm sorry. I love you. Yes, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a very cool thing to, to attend. Oh, I bet it was. Cause that's such a, 
that's just such an iconic um it's an I- iconic uh, sp- uh moment in time and did rick flair yeah. ever wrestle in the wwe again he hasn't he went he left to go to impact or it was tna at the time yeah and rest wrestled a couple of times and it was just Sad. sad yeah um he's out of the wwe he showed up at the nwa tapings which the nwa the name got bought by billy corgan of, smashing uh, pumpkins smashing pumpkins yeah really? he's a huge wrestling fan he was part of the um like tna impact group for a while with dixie carter and that turned into a real mess. oh that's right i remember when yep. uh oh god yeah what was it because uh, he used to, he used to be a big part of ECW too. Yeah, he would. Uh, he would I remember, help out. I remember him yeah. hitting, smacking uh, Paul Heyman across the head with his guitar. Mm-hmm. And since it wasn't one of Jeff Jarrett's guitars that was designed to break, yep, it didn't. And Yo. you just see it like, dunk. like for Girl. a moment you're like, oh god, did he just kill Paul Heyman? <laughs> there is somebody that I love, uh, and I like oh, the fact. You, man. I appreciate you saying that about me. Yeah, I love you too, Scott. You know I do. Um, but I love like how uh, Paul Heyman has made himself into such a a utility player for the WWE. It may be bad right now, but I know like he's he's with Roman Reigns, right? Yes. And now Brock Lesnar showed up again, which I'm not happy about personally. I think Brock just needs to go away um, because Vince keeps bringing him in to move the needle, and it is to diminishing returns and I'm sure more money to Brock. So, I mean, Brock's getting a great deal out of it. Oh yeah. And I'm sure that's a desperation move too, right? Yeah. Because hasn't raw, like it's switched now where SmackDown is mainly the, the big show because it's on network television and raw yeah. is kind of like afterthought. It's on Fox. USA okay. is not happy about kind of the fact that they feel like an afterthought at this point when raw has been the flagship show forever yeah uh, i i will say again as much as i get on the wwe the stuff they finally did with roman reigns as a heel now is wonderful i heard that That's, he is a good heel oh he's great they should have done it years ago and that was the problem was when roman reigns when they started the mega push for roman reigns he was still coming out to the old i mean they had adjusted a little bit but the same shield theme just without the the uh the radio stuff before it yeah he's coming out to that he was still wearing a flak jacket so it and then he finally turns heel he takes the flak jacket off they change the music it's wonderful it's great it's like you should have done this years ago it's like one of those things where people never thought he would because wasn't it always the big thing with like hey cena should be a heel and it just never happened yeah, Cena, I think, would have been a great heel. But again, when you're doing, you know, 500, you know, when you've got the Guinness World Record for the most uh, uh, make-a-wish visits ever, yeah. or whatever, I mean, mm. you're not going to do... But he's made up for it in his movie roles. Yes, the Peacemaker. As Peacemaker he was... is just w- wonderful. Now, Scott, do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, wait, remember what? Do you remember so. John Cena as Peacemaker? You're not playing Hades, are you? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I, no, I don't. I don't remember that at all. I am, however. It's a it's an inside <laughs> joke because uh, you better not be Boston. <laughs> I respect that Boston. Yeah, the uh, the uh, John Cena because like when we watched it, Scott was let's just say it indisposed of with some marijuana. 
<laughs> what? Yeah. This doesn't sound like something I would ever do. No, it doesn't. We're learning a lot about you, man. You're a, you're like the bad boy of the RBAFK. <laughs> Boston's trying to become the bad boy by playing a lot I, of Hades. I know. I think, I think Boston hey, I mean, be. I, even even though I'm the guest, I'm if you you know want to play Hades, that's fine. I love it. Angela and I downloaded Thank it at, uh, based on Ryan's recommendation, like yes. last year for the mm-hmm. game. We looked at the trailer and we we're like, oh no, we need to play this game. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's one. In my defense, I, I would have played it back in the day when when he re- recommended, but I didn't have any way to. Uh, it, what, I, at that point, it was just it was just a console, a Switch, and was this on PC yet? Yeah, it was on PC at the time. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense because they did a lot of like that's where it went through all the um like the uh what was what's that called where they put the game up early so people can try it out early access oh, early, early access, access. Yeah. yeah 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 and yeah. supposedly changed a lot of stuff during that so like Ryan and I bought, bought the game for a friend of ours because we knew we knew how much she would love it and she's been really wanting to play it plus we're good I, guys I don't th- I don't believe she's played anything else like she really addicted to it man. Yeah, she she we, we she she messes me a lot on Facebook about what she's done, how many times she's beat it, and then she just she loves it. Nope. Uh, and then our mutual friend Ryan Waller, uh, I recommended him that he, he get it. He, he's absolutely got addicted to it too. Like it, it's it's amazing. It's such good. It's a, such a good game. Now, Boston, mm-hmm. you finally beat it, right? Uh, I have I have finished one pass. Okay. Um, um, what weapon did you use? Um, I think it was the spear. Okay. Specifically, um, Achilles aspect. Okay. Have you romanced anybody yet? Uh, I am working on Dusa. Okay. Because I have heard some rumors about how that it's a good it's a good start. I okay. have as well. I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. Okay. So I try to seduce to the Medusa head and ended up sleeping with Thanos. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Thanos, I Thanos is a strong option. I'll end up getting with Meg. Yeah, I kept going, wait, what's happening here? And then the next thing I know, we're in the bedroom. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I guess this is happening. I love, well, man, I love the, the storytelling in those yeah. games are just amazing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Shibbles and I have unlocked everything. We've we've gotten all the unlocks, all all the aspects, everything. It's just, It's wonderful. The way it ends is great. Uh, so you've done all the uh, the ten you've beaten Hades ten times. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Done that and plus the epilogue ending. I too. forgot there's an epilogue. Yeah. Yep. It's and it's crazy too because so you play you've you've probably have a hundred hours or more on it right now, Mike. Um, they don't repeat dialogue, do they? No, I don't think I'm so crazy, man. I, I think I'm yeah. Sixty-five plus runs in. However many, I I don't think I've hardly ever seen a bit of a repeat dialogue. Maybe yeah. one or two uh, times here and there, but hardly ever. I have yeah. I have found one. I have found one part where the repeats dialogue. What a shit! That's because I think, I, have, I think it's with uh oh what's the what's the, the the who you thought your mother was the 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 goddess Nyx. of night Nyx. Yeah, I think I've seen her say the same thing when she when you're not doing a quest for her, she says something like. Just something mundane, but other than that, that's that's it. Um, put the game down, Boston. Well, no, I'm trying to remember. Or the, uh, I think Skelly, Skelly may say uh, this. I mean, once your once his well, storyline's done, you're trying to fight it. He may say something like, "Come beat me up," or something. Some of know, his, kind of uh, some of his, yes, uh, Skelly and Cerberus. Uh, yeah, Cerberus, Skelly, yeah, Cerberus. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the petting when but you, when than, you keep petting Cerberus, thing, like, you start to repeat yourself. I would bother even hours of the dialogue they really have in this game. It's it's got to be insane and it's 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 ridiculous and it's not only so much dialogue but it's well written dialogue too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's what's brilliant about it. Yeah, it, it's, it never feels like I never feel like uh, I'm forced to you know go through. I, I want to know what's going to be what's good, they're going to say next. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm never like bored with it. It's one of those things where I know this company is well known for. Their next game, you know, they've done four games now, and all four games have been different. Mm-hmm. I would love for them just to do a Hades too. I'll tell you right now, I'd be all about a Hades too. I'd in a second. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happens in the very end or the epilogue or any of that stuff, but I would love for them to do another Hades. And I have a question, Mike, about the epilogue. So after you beat it ten times, you just have to go through one more time for the epilogue. Is that how it works? No, you have to make a lot more runs. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. It, there, there is a bit, um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but sure. you do have to do it to help unlock and m- kind of wrap everything up in a bow okay. Uh, okay. All right. of things. So, and it's interesting when you figure it out where the timeline in all of this is. Okay. Oh, so interesting. Okay. It's, it, it, it's really interesting. I'm going to so, bring, I'm going to have to pull that game back out, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, and I know, I know I talked to Boston about this because Boston is not on God mode with it, if I remember correctly. Which is amazing yeah. to me. Yeah. I, refu- I refuse to use God mode because yeah, I'm, not saying, I'm not either. I got into, I, 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 I got out of Asphodel. Uh, so I beat, I could beat the Bone Hydra without it. And then finally, I was just like, I want to just hear the rest of the story and not completely kill myself trying yeah, to yeah, do yeah. this. I so I just yeah, turned on God right. mode. I had a slew of other video games. Last of Us Two was about to come out as okay. well. Yeah. So, so I, you, you, you wanted to wrap it up before all the other games came out. Yeah, yeah, and, because then yeah, Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima came out. Oh yeah. Too. Oh yeah. <laughs> and God mode isn't a normal God mode. It no. the only thing it does is it gives you two two points on your defense every time you. You die. Yeah, it starts at twenty percent and then goes up two points until you get to eighty percent. And then it's just like if you can't beat it at that point, you just suck and probably need to play something else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, right. are we at the point where we can talk about twelve minutes tonight? I I am. I don't know about Boston. Well, uh, so I finally got a chance to play it the other day. Yeah. I officially have electrocuted myself. Okay. And got knocked out <laughs> by the cop, and that's. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go do something else. Do you want but, to wait till next week, uh, next episode, to do the twelve minutes? Because I, I want you to have seen the the spoil the the twist before we. It talk is something about to kind of you want to kind of experience. I think. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait then. Cause... Okay. Okay. And uh, when uh, just to give the listeners a a little bit of a juicy nugget there to bring them back on our next episode, Scott, weren't you on the phone with your friend Gadalia when he saw oh, the yes. twist? Yeah, so uh, me and my friend Gadelia, we're, we're, we were actually playing this the game together. Uh, it was either on the phone or on Xbox Live Party Chat. I don't remember which. Um, and he he'd got more progress than I had. Uh, and I'm gonna try to to best reenact his 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 reaction. But it was something like, "No, no, no, they didn't. No, no way." You know, so something like, like that's that's yeah. how like 
blown away he was by it. Yeah, it's uh, it's I've never seen a game in my life go from everybody universally wanting to play it. Yeah, to it being this much this divisive. Yeah, um, yeah. And I've I've and, talked and, to yeah I've heard people on podcasts have said basically said I loved the game up until the twist, and then other people are like I couldn't stand it because. Like somebody put it, but the the only person the game hates more than you is the wife. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. yep. Well, like you know, <coughs> part of it too. At least for me, I'm not I'm I'm not, I'm not done with the game yet. I've got to the twist. Yeah, but I'm kind of gotten to this place where I'm stuck. I don't know what else to do yet without um tr- without looking things up. Yeah, I did look up uh, like one thing or two, but but very little. Uh, but they they haven't really explained like the twist like they explain the twist but not like all the details of what happens okay. with the twist. I, I don't know how to explain it without spoiling it the the thing i noticed from watching the walkthrough uh the playthrough i did a lot of it is guessing and moon logic yeah. <laughs> which does not make for a great game uh no shibs have you and the wife played that one yet no uh we we've looked into it to start uh, maybe streaming it, but yeah. I, I when I saw some of the reviews and yeah. then I got the twist spoiled. So okay. thanks for that internet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just decided kind of not to. What I am looking into is a game uh, called Road Ninety Six. I've heard some okay. really interesting things about. What's um, that one about? So what I've seen is you are like a wayward teen trying to escape. Um, trying to escape this country essentially trying to get to the border of there's an election coming up and or it's just happened and all these different things and it's it can be very election of 2016-esque kind of or 2020 kind of thing without Mm -hmm. the pandemic so you've got an interesting cast of characters you run into but it's kind of a telltale game mixed with a roguelike where it's fascinating that is yeah. definitely fascinating. How does so that work it, exactly? It, it's got it's got very good reviews on Steam, by the way. It's very positive on Steam. Yeah, so it's like you you start out again. I haven't started playing it or anything. I haven't even okay. downloaded it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that looks to be the next one. Besides, obviously, another one I'm playing with Mrs. Shibbles right now is It Takes Two, which is wonderful. Oh, I so want to play oh, that. Yes, but yeah. these two jerks here won't play it with me. Yeah, mm, yeah. never. We've got yeah. It takes two Tuesdays on our Twitch channel. Oh, that's so fun. Yep. Um, um, and it's supposed to be a decent link to that game. Yeah, it is. We're only I think about halfway through it, and we're in our third episode. We only stream for about two hours playing that. I think that's way more than enough. Some idiots do two and a half hours on a podcast. Who would do shit like that? Uh, no crazy. Idea. <laughs> um, and two, it takes two. It's the third game. Uh, by I don't know his name, French guy, but his thing is he makes the games where I don't know if Brothers was actually co-op, but I know the prison one was. A way out was theirs too. Yeah, yeah they did. Brothers was their was his first game, and then he did a way out, which Scott, I think you and Gadalia played through that. Mm-hmm. We did. It was it was very fun. Uh, Brothers tried to emulate co-op play, but you you only used one controller. Okay, and then um, and then this one because I think the the guy who makes the game he's he's fascinating. He believes he believes that co op games 
there needs to be more of them, which oh, I can, I yeah, I, I can totally see that. Uh, I think a lot of it is like, you have to make sure you have a friend that will play it with you because I think a lot of times the new Sackboy game had co-op only stages. And since I didn't have anybody that I didn't have anybody that could play it with me on the PS five, mm-hmm. first world problems. Um, <laughs> I missed out on at least 20% of that game. Yeah, miss, that's probably miss because Sh- you're the only one you know that has a PS5 besides Gedalia. Yeah, I, I have, I have one, and Ooh. Mr. Shibbles and I played Sackboy. Oh my uh, God, where which... were you when I had Sackboy? Damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm this sorry. is the reason why the Shibbles and the Shipleys have been at war yes. for a hundred years. <laughs> Even though it's only one letter that separates us, it feels yep. like an ocean. And you just um, need to flip it. You just need to flip it up and down to be different. So. Yeah. The yeah. Shibleys believe that the B stands for best and the P stands for pretentious and Shipley. And we think the P stands for perfection and the B stands for bastards. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I see. Boss, where, are you, where are you at on this debate? I'll be with the Shipley since the Shipley. <laughs> Boston is being quiet right oh, now. It would help if I, would help if yeah. I unmuted myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I decided to remain neutral in this one. Uh, I choose neither side. That's fine. Yeah, I w- right. Man, I want to say something, but I need your rights to the comic book store. So, <laughs> <laughs> he's got you. So, um, I mean, now I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it the way some of my family, my extended family, have been acting. Oh God! Whoo, on just text messages. Who oh, boy? Uh, ugh, yeah, that is. Shoot, they have a problem with me just being a wrestling fan, let alone all the other stuff I've been talking about on social media. Why do they care? Oh, are they a little right wing? I was trying to find a way to make this funny, but it's not. It's it's quite all right. It's uh, because I know a lot of your because you you actually on your TikTok kind of went semi viral with some of your uh, Simone uh, Bilas. What's her name? Simone. Simone Biles. You yeah. know, once the Olympics are done, I, f- I forget all those athletes. That's fine. Most, <laughs> um, most, most people do. Yeah. So, Cause you, oh God. Um, yeah, because you uh, basically, uh, this was when she um, pulled pulled out of uh, some of the, uh, the, the contests that she had well, not signed up for, mm-hmm. but that she was going to compete. <laughs> yep. She, to sum it up, she was not feeling it in practice. She felt like she was feeling the twisties. Which I made, and I made a YouTube video on my YouTube page. If you guys want to check that out, um, and it's it's the twisties is what's known in other sports as the yips, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, the yips is essentially it's a mental block where you've done something forever, and all of a sudden you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Like a golfer just forgets how to putt. Yeah. Or um, one of the biggest cases in more modern days was Rick Ankiel was a pitcher. Uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals, this was in the early 2000s. He was pretty good, and then during one of the playoff games, he just couldn't find the plate anymore. Oh, mm. like it was painful to watch. Mm. Which is like all of a sudden this guy's just throwing wild pitches everywhere. Um, now, ba- now because he was just an awesome athlete, he went back into the minor leagues and became an outfielder. And still had a major league career. So he had to uh, actually reinvent himself. That's how bad yeah. it was. Yeah, he never pitched again, but wow. he was still really good at it. But Simone Biles, 
again, she just wasn't. And again, what you people sometimes don't realize, especially the way Simone Biles. And this is why I always love when people who it's that weird thing where I love where people who don't watch sports can add context. Like a lot of times Mrs. Shibbles will be watching uh, the Tennessee game and she'll notice something that I just don't see yeah. because she's looking at it from a completely different perspective. And it's like, Oh, oh you're right. Sense. Yeah. But then there's also that way where you, you don't understand because you don't watch sports. You don't yeah. understand what this is about. Yeah. So one of the things you look at is with the way Simone Biles performs everything, they've changed the way scoring is in gymnastics because she's so damn good. Uh, it's just ridiculous. That's, that's they, saying something. They didn't yeah. do that to Michael Phillips in swimming. No. And that's yeah, ridiculous. So you talk about mental health and mental blocks and everything yeah. like that. And again, if she can't tell where she is, because you look at some of the pictures on that vault she did make mm-hmm. um, before she withdrew herself from the team competition. And she looked lost in the air. And if you don't know yep. where you are, and I made in my YouTube video, I talked about this Russian gymnast who was, the coaches made her try something she didn't want to do. Carrie and Shrugs, practice, right? She, no, this wasn't Carrie Shrugs. This was in Russia. Okay. Um, she, she crippled herself. Oh God. The whole Carrie, the whole Carrie Shrug thing. Um, yeah. The, the Carolis, like Bella Caroli, he wasn't looking at the scoreboard. Carrie Shrug did not need to make that second vault. They already had enough points to win the team gold medal. Um, And, of course, he was the one to carry her because he was such an attention whore. Yeah. Um, So you look at all of those different things. Um, She was lost. And it was just, with back to Simone Biles, you have people who, again, are talking about, oh, these people don't under, you know, oh, she quit. And it's like, if she hadn't withdrawn and let the other girls st- stand up and Simone Biles kept falling, let alone injuring herself, yeah. and they win no medal, then what are they going to say? It's stupid. My yeah. favorite. Because, again, people, especially on the right side of the spectrum, it seems like a lot of these people just f- have completely forgotten and don't care about being hypocrites at all. Yeah. Because one of the things they always said was, oh, Michael Jordan would never quit. Um, Michael Jordan quit playing basketball for two years yeah. and played baseball because he couldn't handle the death of his father being yep. murdered. Um, so you know and that's still over an emotional uh, issue. You know, like, yeah, it's a it's a mental he health. Was, thing. He was he was right. He wasn't mentally able to. Yeah, and we're I not mean, ta- people, Yeah, and we're not yeah. even bringing up the fact that she was probably sexually abused. Oh yeah, she was the last. She was the last team. Uh. Team USA gymnast that had been abused by Larry Nasser, and part of the reason she was still competing, besides the fact that she's so damn good, yeah. was she said she believed a survivor needed to be on this team. Yeah. So that happened. Of course, you've got the mental health issues with Naomi Osaka in tennis. Oh, so people treat her so shitty about. Oh, it's that. so bad. It's so bad. But they don't um, treat the mill players like that. Yeah. Any Kevin way. Love. Uh, who played basketball for uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. He still does. He was part of the championship with LeBron. A couple of years ago, he left the court like mid-game after a stoppage in play Mm. because he was having an anxiety attack. Yeah, Uh, And he's been very open and forthcoming about that. And I keep hoping that's the case. Um, 
there's in our recommendations, there's a podcast I'd love for everybody to listen to. I've got like a list of recommendations. <laughs> I'm excited. We'll, um, we'll, we'll yeah. get to that. And But the thing that was interesting to me is like the people on the shitty side of this subject um, just keep using the same dog whistles and same narrative. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, would, I, would, I was curious looking at those TikToks of yours and seeing some of the um, horrible comments in there about it. And it's just like... Yeah. It's missing the point. At the end of the day, it's a freaking game. It, it it is a game, and it is for our entertainment, and I love it. I mean, yeah. that's why we go to sports to take that break. I mean, I went as interesting as it was. I went to the UT game. So uh, let me this- ask you that question. So just to set the stage for everybody that's listening, that's not in Tennessee. Tennessee is pretty fucked right now when it comes to COVID. Um, a, a tad. We're uh, low on vaccinations. Um, yeah, I can volunteer name, state my ass. Yeah, I would need three to hands to name, to have the fingers I would need to list everybody I know that has COVID. Um, and a stadium of 80,000 people. And whenever the camera was showing that crowd, I don't think I saw a single mask anywhere. So how was well, you that? Can't cheer, you can't cheer through the mask. Yeah, it's true. true. Can't see your smiles. I um, sure as hell did. You wore a mask. I, that, you're the only one I've seen a picture of that wore yeah. a mask. Oh, people were saying that. They they would message me and they're like, I think you're the only picture I saw of anybody wearing a mask. Um, I mean, I did. I know it's outside where, again, it can be less, but everybody's so... And again, Neyland Stadium, the official capacity is 102,455. <sighs> so when you've got 80,000 people in there, there is a little room um, but I mean, walking through the concourse, anybody who's been to Neyland Stadium, it's really packed in there. Yeah. There were a handful of other people wearing masks. It was by far the, you know, minority of people just in my section looking around. There was maybe in my general vicinity, there was maybe about five other people wearing masks. Um, obviously when I was eating my Petros in the stadium, I had the mask off, but it was during halftime when I knew a bunch of people weren't going to be yelling. Yeah. Even though we're all yelling in one direction. Yeah. I just still felt, again, it's it's just a piece of cloth. It's not, to me, an inconvenience. It was yeah. a beautiful night. It wasn't hot. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Boston so, had finished moving by that point. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody give you any kind of attitude about your mask? No. Okay. Nobody good. said anything. Uh, the people I went with, you know, they, they said they were all vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Yeah. It was just again. I've got you know people around me that even if I, in the rare occasion, which I wish they'd spend more time talking about how rare it is, even if you're vaccinated, to get one of these breakthrough infections. Yeah, it's very rare. Um, that 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 I mean, there's people in my life I don't want to affect with this. Yeah, so. my whole thing is just like it's more. Obviously, it's not gonna. You're you can still get it, of course. But mm-hmm. it's gonna. It does damn well good job of keeping you out of the hospital or dying. Yeah. Yes. That's one thing that's been hard for me, and Scott can tell you this because I, I kind of beat beat a, beat a, beat a, beat the drum a lot. Is I have worries for my friends and family that haven't got vaccinated, and I'm trying my best to speak against misinformation now. Then a lot of mine is because I don't want to. I don't want a friend to die. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. I've got, 
you know, out of my in-laws and my parents, they're all in their 70s. Uh, uh, three of them don't take, you know, the best of care of themselves. My dad especially has Parkinson's disease for crying out loud. Mm. I'm not wanting to give him COVID the next time I see him. Yeah, and and it and it and it kind of becomes a domino effect too. Like um, my friend uh, that I helped with his uh, store today, um, he lost a friend last Saturday, not of COVID, but kind of COVID related because it took them, I think, something like seventy two hours to find an ICU bid. Oh, oh wow. shit! And if they maybe yeah. could have found that ICU bid in time, maybe he would have been saved. Um, right. But they couldn't and when they finally found one it was like at Telenova um which is not a good hospital they're not an advertiser so i feel okay calling them out um but yeah it's uh it's it's cause and effect unfortunately yeah okay so i say something funny so we can get back into a lighter topic so we had a good, oh, a good knock, knock joke yeah okay. i mean yeah, go ahead with the knock knock joke. Oh no, I don't have one. I've oh, okay. one. Knock oh, knock. Okay. Who's, Who's there? there? Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Aren't you glad you're a Tennessee Volunteers fan? Oh, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Especially the last especially these last <clears throat> few seasons. Boy, so, it's just been a ball. Since you um you and Trey used to like I was on your show once and I remember mm-hmm. I was a horrible guest because most of the time I just sit there and listen to you two because hey, you two had a really good uh chemistry and connection on your podcast um i thought it was trash oh damn oh i like that, that time the funny. time being trying to start a feud with the sports machine um <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to break up the hatfield mccoy feud you two have i get that you know? thank you so much um yeah. where was this where was this a few years ago when i was trying to get you an arch nemesis at gamestop um because <laughs> i already had i already had an arch nemesis with uh Elon. that's true uh so, Michael, um, what do you think the Vols, how do you think they're going to do this year, realistically? Well, as of this recording, this is the S- September 10th, so it's the night before Tennessee's playing Pitt. Okay. Um, and it's the Johnny Majors. They're going to be playing be playing somebody on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Yes, which, whew, yeah. that is... God, 20 years. Damn. It's insane. Yeah. I, I don't want to think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So Johnny right. Majors is still a coach? No, no. He passed away. Okay, uh, so that would make it hard. Yeah, he passed away, I think, two years ago. I got okay. I, it, it. No, I think it was last year. No, he passed away last year. Okay. Um, not from COVID. I think he was in his late 80s. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, Johnny Majors uh, should have won the Heisman Trophy in 1956 over Notre Dame's Paul Horning on a two and eight Notre Dame team. Um, honestly, wow. the, the player who should have won it, but it was a sign of the times was Jim Brown at Syracuse. Uh, but Jim Brown why. is a certain, uh, Jim Brown is a certain shade mm. uh, that they weren't voting for Heisman at the time to win it. Um, I can't imagine what you're referring to my friend. Yeah, yeah. It was up until Ernie Davis, the guy after him, to be the first black person to win the Heisman Trophy. I can't, I, I, that's crazy. That's been at Jim Brown that, that didn't get it. That, that's, yeah, he that's, came in fourth at that Heisman. Um, Damn. Like who was be- who was the three that was better? That's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Johnny Majors did you know everything back then. Uh, it was funny uh, before Tennessee and Notre Dame played in the early '90s. Paul Horning had Johnny Majors on his radio show, and Paul Horning asked him. 
who do you believe should have won the Heisman the year I won it and you came in second? And he said Paul or he no, he said uh, Jim Brown. Jim Brown should have won it, which is not, you know, Jim Brown was probably the greatest running back ever. So the argument's not lost. But uh, Johnny Majors uh, went and coached at Pitt and won a national championship at Pitt in 1977 uh, with Tony Dorsett as his running back. Um, and then came back, I think it was 1976. I got to get my dates right. Anyway, came back, coached at Tennessee, um, and brought Tennessee back. Tennessee was kind of in just a low point, and Tennessee came back and became more of a power that they had been, um, brought him up. And then of course he had that heart, that heart surgery in 1992 in the summer. So Philip Fulmer was the interim coach. Uh, and then, Johnny Majors, Philip Fulmer won. He beat like a Georgia team we weren't supposed to beat, beat Florida that year with a Heath Shuler at quarterback. Then Johnny Majors comes back and Tennessee loses to an Arkansas team they should have beat. An Alabama team at the time is not obviously the Alabama it is now. And then loses to South Carolina. Use three straight and you see what Philip Fulmer did. Yeah. Kind of forced. Johnny Majors still had a lot of anger toward Philip Fulmer for a long, long time. Oh, but <laughs> since since he coached at both teams, uh, they're calling this the Johnny Majors Classic. I think <laughs> Tennessee, I don't think it's next year. It might be the year after that. I could be wrong. Are playing in Pittsburgh. So it's a home-and-home home series. Okay, but cool. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah. to finish the question, <laughs> I've been rambling here. You're almost like um, Paul Harvey. You're like, and that's the rest of the story. rest of the story. Yeah, yeah, I can give you the background. Probably too much. Uh, but no, so, but, okay, so, okay. But Tennessee had an easy victory over Bowling Green uh, yep. last week. Uh, they're playing Pitt, who, again, plays in the ACC. They're going to be the real barometer. Tennessee's okay. got a new head coach, uh, because after our other guy was probably bribing recruits to come here. Yeah, we're fading. Uh, you know. It's just been fun. Since Fulmer got forced out, which I didn't even think he should have gotten forced out in 2008. Yeah. Uh, we've been through five head coaches. It's it insane. hasn't been fun. No. It's been a dumpster fire. Um, if we beat Pittsburgh, the optimism was definitely going to go up. Again, Tennessee, I don't think, is going to compete for a national championship. But if they beat Pitt, up to maybe eight wins, I think, okay. is viable. If they lose to Pitt, we're going to struggle probably to get to a bowl game. Okay. So this week's going to be really interesting. Um, like they've got an week. offense. Josh yeah. Heupel is a really good offensive mind okay. as a head coach. They showed some really good spurts of it. Their quarterback right now, Joe Milton, needs to get the deep ball under control. He was very inaccurate, and people were kind of unhappy about that in the stands. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we'll see where, that. Yeah, we'll see where it goes from here. But again... This is a team that went three and seven last year. A new head coach again. Let these guys celebrate a victory. Let's not all bury them the first game into the season. If they beat Pitt, and they're right now the betting line is they're not favored to win that game. Pitt's favored, by, I think, by three and a half points. Oh god! So, okay. and the models have Pitt winning the game. But if they beat the Pittsburgh Panthers, yeah, then things will change around. So I again I said six and six because okay. so many of our best players left. They yeah. went to the transfer portal. Like our best line. Which is an amazing league. title for it. I I have to go to the transfer portal. It's an actual oh, yeah, little it's <laughs> portal that they go through. Yep. Um yeah, it's, and it's, yeah. Yeah. It's uh like a, it was it some more of that shadiness, like when Butch Jones 
got quit, got fired, whatever. And he was like calling his recruits and trying to convince them, encouraging them to go ahead and go through the transfer portal. I think that was it. I think again, just they saw what was going on here yeah. too. I mean, when you have also the possibility of NCAA violations because of the recruiting yeah. violations that Tennessee had or is accused of, that can be you know no bowl game, some different things. They were just like, especially because everybody got a free year of eligibility last year because of COVID. Yeah, um, and you also can transfer now without losing a year of eligibility. Yeah. So, I mean, our best linebacker, Henry Toto's at Alabama. We've got like three different guys playing at Oklahoma. So, again, all that, I'm just going to try and enjoy the season the best I can because last year was just boring. Even the three games we won, besides the South Carolina <laughs> game, went down to the last possession. Yeah. Every other game was just boring. They were over by the end of the third quarter. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I remember the crazy thing is I remember the day that Lane Kiffin – uh, pulled a a heel turn on us. No, he left. Yeah, yeah it was the <laughs> same he day. Like, he like leaving like the middle of the night or something. Yeah, it was a crazy because the next morning, the radio station I was listening to was half that and half that Conan O'Brien was losing the Tonight Show to Jay Lido. And so, didn't like the Haitian earthquake happen like that day too? It probably did, but I was focused on that Conan Jay Leno thing. Yeah. <laughs> and once Lane Kiffin. And the first time I heard I heard uh, Derek Dooley's voice, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is not going to be well good either." Um, it's been bad. I would love to be a UT coach because if I do bad, I know I'm guaranteed at least seven million dollars. Yeah, those buyouts <laughs> are great. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, you know what? It's okay. Yeah, how much money they've offered Peyton Manning to do that? Oh, that would be amazing. Well, but he, he, I could, just, yeah. he, he could do no wrong in Tennessee. Like, you know what? Well. It's okay that you fired me. I'm good. Can I have this money in cash? Is that possible? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Where yeah. do I go to get my money? Uh, but Butch Jones has just shown himself like what kind of character he really has. Like well, some of the Tennessee shit he's was, done. They were still paying Butch Jones up until last year. Yeah, and he did the whole thing where yeah. let's do a cigar and yeah, just yeah with Alabama. Well, I mean that's the that's the victory thing yeah. they do with Alabama and Tennessee. The winner smokes cigars. Um, the thing that I get the most furious about is when I see, like, in the Alabama student section, they're lighting them up. They're using uh, Bic lighters. I was like, you don't light a cigar with a Bic lighter. The lighter fluid kills the taste of the cigar. Wow. Are they really? Oh, is yeah. That, no, is that what you use, Scott? Because you and Ryan yeah. are supposed to be cigar aficionados. No, no. We, we light the, uh, the little uh, strips, the little wood strips. Okay, um, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, that's that's what we use to okay. light our cigars. All right, good. You guys are fancy gentlemen. We don't use still. no big lighters. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty sad. But yeah. you know, they're I on mean, a um, college budget. <laughs> well, what kind of budget are Ron and I on? <laughs> that's true. Fair enough. Um, now, I have a question for uh, for Mike. Oh, go ahead. Uh, speaking of Peyton Manning, where do you fall on the whole Peyton Manning Charles Woodson Heisman Trophy debate? Oh, he should have won that Heisman Trophy hands down. Yeah, yeah you're, that's... You're, that that's one of the things that got me ready for so many of these political arguments. Right, uh, honestly, is the fact that uh, people are like, how do you just not? It's like these people where you're not going to convince. It's like you're never going to convince me that right. Charles Woodson should have won this Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Like the old, I, old, it, I, I, I've kind of had that same discussion with people in the the, the argument that I had that people say it for it 
uh, is it's because Peyton Manning didn't win the Florida game. Is is why he didn't get it. Like that one game is that going to ca- cause the whole thing? Yeah, it it was annoying. I think again, I think the media got bored with him being the front runner the whole time. Yeah, Charles Woodson made some dynamic plays, but he didn't lead. He didn't lead the nation in interceptions or in like kick return yardage or anything. Right. Um. So it it was just frustrating to me because. Yeah, he should have won it. And Tennessee has just had a terrible, <laughs> terrible luck with winning the Heisman Trophy. We have never had <laughs> a Heisman Trophy winner. We have oh, had. Have we not ever? We have had four runners up. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, Hank Loricella in 1951, Johnny Majors, who we talked about. Heath Schuler finished second to um, Charlie Ward. Mm. But Charlie Ward was the runaway. Fa- like if Charlie Ward didn't win it and Heath yeah. Schuler did, as a Tennessee fan, I'd be happy. But I would have been like, "This is not." As, no. a, as a sports fan, you wouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah, and then of course Peyton Manning too. Right. Uh, but again, T. Martin's the one who won us a national championship. Yeah. So I mean, Chase Dyer, who is a Georgia fan, but you know, he and I have had this conversation. He had this as a bit. Uh, in one of his one of his early comedy things, when he was out there talking about in a in a different universe, T. Martin would get the respect he deserves here. Because again, I'm one of these players. Now he's finally gotten a statue outside the stadium. Tennessee just put um, statues of four black um, black uh, trailblazers for Tennessee. Okay, uh, Lester McLean, who was the first black player. At Tennessee, I actually met him as a kid at seven years old. I didn't understand at seven who oh, yeah. he was, but I was just happy to meet anybody who played for Tennessee. Yeah, that's like when I met that wrestler uh, when I didn't, had no idea who it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Jackie Walker, who was, I think, the first ever All-American in the SEC, uh, or a black All-American. And then, of course, you had Condridge Holloway, the first black quarterback in the SEC. And then T. Martin, the first black quarterback to lead an SEC team to a national championship. So now they all have statues uh, outside right. of Neyland Stadium. Nice. As they should. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's sad. It takes this long to do, yeah. you know, sometimes the right thing. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah, T. Martin is with Tennessee Volunteers, or did he get let go? Well, once, uh, he was... Yeah, once Pruitt got <clears throat> fired because of everything, he got let go. And, right, I mean, if you're around a team that's got NCAA violations hanging over you, if you're around a staff like that, it you can't you can't stay here at, at the time. Hopefully, he will be able to come back. I mean, I was happy he finally got back into the program because mm-hmm. he'd been gone for so long. Um, he came down to my, uh, my work a few times, uh, and I always told him, I'm happy you're back. Cool. Yeah, so. wow. and uh, the the thing that it, it just okay. So with the new coach, right? The yeah. thing that bought <laughs> I've been surprised because I didn't really see what he looked like until the first game last weekend. Mm-hmm. He looks incredibly young. Yeah, he, he was actually um, he was the runner up to the Heisman Trophy in 1999. So really? he's just a couple of years younger than Peyton Manning. Yeah. Wow, he's like a little baby face, like a little yeah. King Ralph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey, if he gets us our offense and runs, you know, the 
quickness and our offense gets chugging, at least we'll be exciting in the stadium. Oh so yeah, we, no, I, I, yeah. I agree. Uh, so just real quick before we start kind of going into our games that we're playing, where do you, what do you think the NFL, who do you, who, who do you got this year in NFL? Yeah, with the, with the NFL just kicking off, oh man, I, I made this prediction, um, Again, it is hard to repeat. Everybody's like, oh, the Buccaneers, all the starters are coming back. Mm. As much as Tom Brady is eating avocado ice cream and doing all these different things that he's claiming to do, we keep waiting for him to kind of show his age, just like Peyton did a few years ago. Oh, yeah, when when Peyton had to be kind of dragged to that Super Bowl by his defense, yeah. He is older. I am 42. He is two years. Is he 44? I think he is. I think so. He is yeah. two years older than me. I cannot fathom a scenario on this planet Earth where I would be able to <laughs> to withstand, you know, being tackled in the NFL. Can you One imagine this? If there was like some kind of quantum leap scenario where you end up yeah. getting stuck yeah. into having. To, yes. Okay, Scott, I'm you're like, the t- guys. Yeah. Guys, I have a great plan. We yeah. forfeit. Yeah. This is over. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. yeah. It's only game yeah. one. It's game one. I'll tear it out. I would fake an injury so damn quick. Yeah. You know, I'd be, I'd be like, I'd, I'd hit the ground on my elbow. I would, do, I would fake yeah. the shit out of the injury to get out of that mess. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'd say call yeah. in Air Bud. Let him do it. Um, I, know, I know Tom Brady has his haters, and I'm not, 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 not like, I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan either, but yeah. you have to give that man respect. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I saw a statistic uh, today when I was doing a little research for the episode where they say if he beats the Patriots when he plays the Patriots uh, in a couple of weeks, I think mm-hmm. he'll have beaten every single team in the NFL. Wow. Yep. Did you guys see the game last night? I watched uh, up until the third quarter. Yeah, he was he looked really he good. Looked like he looked like he was 20 years younger. Like yeah. he, did, he 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 did not. He looked to me like. He's not Benjamin Buttons, if we're being yeah, honest. That's what I'm saying. I, I, it's insane. Yep. Dan, even Gronkowski's back now. Like Gronkowski had a had a Gronkowski game last night. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, two touchdowns. Like yeah. I think over a hundred yards. Yeah. But what yeah. I've been saying is, it is hard to repeat. Yeah. In the NFL, it's hard yeah. to repeat as a champion anytime. Yeah. Really, and again, when you're in a playoffs where it's a one game scenario you know, you're, you're out or a couple of key injuries and you're done. Right. I do think the chiefs make it back to the super bowl. Patrick okay. Mahomes is great. I I'll think they're going to get a good, that's another beast. Yeah. They're going to get a good challenge. I think from the Buffalo bills in the AFC. Okay. Um, yeah. So we'll see kind of where that, maybe the Browns will, again, people are so high on the Browns, but it's like, they've had so many bad years and just bad luck happen yep. to them. I'm yep. never going to pick them until they actually win something. Like you're just gonna have to that, show like, it to me. That curse is lifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in the NFC, I've got the Packers okay. winning it because I think Aaron Rodgers, who has had a really interesting relationship with his coaching staff and with yep. the management there in Green Bay. Now they don't have an owner. The fans are the owners in Green Bay. Now they have a general manager and team president and all that. But he has not been happy with them. He was kind of daring them to trade him in the offseason. You know, he went and hosted Jeopardy. <laughs> but I think what's going to happen is I think Aaron Rodgers is going to play with the rage of 1,000 sons. Okay. I mean, he is just nice. angry. He was the MVP <laughs> nice. last year. But yeah. I think this time he's going to win a championship, his second Super Bowl, which is something Brett Favre never did. Okay. I think he's going to take the Vince Lombardi trophy flip off management and just walk <laughs> off into the sunset. Oh, so he's doing a hill uh, turn. 
Yeah, he's just going to win it mm. and then leave. He's just going to be like, all right, now get rid of me. I'm done being here. Oh, that would be that would be amazing. I would start screaming NWO. Um, yeah. yeah. So you think Green Bay wins it all? I've got Green Bay over Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, Green Bay over Kansas City in Super Bowl. Okay, gotcha. Do the Titans yeah. make the playoffs? That would be a really good, uh, really good match. I, I do think the Titans make the playoffs. It it they are another contender in the AFC, but I just think the Bills and I think the Chiefs are better overall. Do you have an NFL team? My team's the 49ers, 49ers. Um, oh, I'm which sorry. everybody looks at me. It's like, how are you a Niners fan? I was born in California in the 80s and lived yeah, there. So there when they go. were winning their titles, right. uh, I was right there for that. My brother is a diehard Dolphins fan, so he feels your pain. Oh, God. <laughs> well, they got Tua now. And the Niners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. The, the Niners have, it seems like they're they're terrible and then they're good. And then they're terrible and then they're good. <laughs> and last year they were terrible. And the year before they Dolphins, went to the Super Bowl, Dolphins have been terrible up until I think last year. <laughs> last year they had a pretty decent, decent season. Yeah, yeah they've got Tua now, and I think so they've got it, some other pieces. At least, at least your emotional roller coaster is a little better than my brother's. He's he's his ride has always just been a downhill. Like oh, it's a shit. oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, the Dolphins have. Oof. I mean, yeah. since Marino left, it has not been. Yeah, fun. Yeah, no. I and I I I agree. My, my you know, of course, my brother is a diehard Dolphins fan, and he you know believes. Reno should have had a Super Bowl ring and you know, blah, blah, blah. I do too. That, that man was a, j- just because my brother watched the Dolphins so much, I did too. Uh, yeah. You know, that, that man was a great quarterback. I, it, I think if he had had a better team, he would have, uh, he would have had a Super Bowl ring. Dan Marino is the uh, proof that it, how hard it is to win a championship. He yeah. got to the Super Bowl in his <laughs> second year, Super Bowl 19, where he lost to my 49ers. And everybody's like, oh, he's going to get, he'll get back there. Never got back there. Oh, he never, I never had a chance. I never got back ne- there at all. Never even got back to a Super Bowl. Oh, wow. After that one. Oh. All the passing records, Hall of Fame career, never got back to another Super Bowl. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, he never had a running game. That didn't help. So. No, yeah. no, no. Do you play uh, fantasy football? I do. I haven't gotten into one this year. Just nobody, nobody invited me into one, and I just... I just never wanted to start a league myself. I tried that one year, and it was just I did not like being a commissioner. So yeah, I would invite it, it, you into a league, but you sound like you're way too much. You're you're, you're a bit too smart with it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to lose. Yeah. Oh, please. Lose. We've we have all anybody who's been and played fantasy football has lost to someone who just auto drafted their team. Oh, dude. So I have we have a work league. I have a work league that Ryan Ryan was in, but he didn't. You know, wasn't. Yeah, I decided no this football this year. We have a guy, Chris. He auto drafts every single year, uh, and I don't think he's ever won. But he auto drafts just fucking badass teams. Yeah. Like, like I told him, because you don't ever need to draft, man. Just auto draft huh. every time because that—that's yeah. all you need to do. I just don't see a fun in that. Like I did that one I don't year. Either. I don't and either. I, I was miserable. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I, these people I, are I, not I, me. They're not my yeah, people. Exactly. If I auto drafted, I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to even play. I care less. Yeah. Nope. All right, so we'll start kind of wrapping this up a little bit. Boston, we'll start with you. What are you playing right now? Well, uh, aside from trying to get used to 12 minutes, I <laughs> am uh, I'm actually I'm trying out a new game that just went live on mobile devices. Okay. Called World World Flipper. World Flipper? Uh, it's a okay. fun little anime anime waifu style game. But the main mechanics are you are playing at like a pinball machine. Oh, cool! Okay. So, 
You're using There's pinball mechanics to... As a pinball machine? Is that what we said? Well, you're, you're using pinball mechanics, so okay, it's knocking okay. a ball <laughs> into various okay. things. Okay, I was going to say, how in the world do you play it as a pinball machine? <laughs> the whole game is just you trying to move forward. I know, right? <laughs> or are you trying to toss people to come shake you? <laughs> tilted. Tilted. <laughs> yes, I'm tilted. <laughs> oh, at the I end like, of I, each... I, like, uh, I had to have heard that wrong. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay, so you're inside a pinball machine. Ish, it's kind of a okay, a little more complicated than that. But yeah, yeah. It just went live the other day, so I haven't had a whole lot of chance to play with it. But it's so far so fun. Is it a free to play? Uh, it is free to play, uh, especially if you get the early access in. Okay, so you got to sign up early. Nice. Okay, awesome. Um, what have you been playing, Scott? Well, obviously, of course, you know Hades. Uh, yep. And then I, I've been playing. What's that? <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of this mediocre game. Yeah, uh, that, that game that. Was released on Game Pass. Like I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I try to. I try to. I really want to support them because they're struggling. You know, so yeah, you're, you're, you have you have their best interest at heart. I they're do, yes, yeah. I do. If you want to just a, a piss poor mediocre game, just just, just go uh, download Hades. You know, <laughs> so it, Hades, you know, and you're yeah, also playing. Obviously, I did play a lot of Hades, and I did I did twelve minutes, got to the twist. I can't figure out how to beat it, so I kind okay. of frustrated with that. And then because I hate my fucking life, oh, no. I went uh, back to Dark Souls two. Uh, oh, because boy. I I, yeah. I I hadn't played it in so long, uh, I mean I really need to beat this game. Uh, so then, because <clears throat> I haven't beat two yet, uh, and I really really want to play three. So now I'm back on Dark Souls two and just you I'm know sorry dying over and over again. And you know mm. I, I I do love that that series though. Like I, yeah. I it, it's just it's it is very hard, very frustrating, but it's also so extremely rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know that whenever yeah. you get through anything, <laughs> so. <laughs> That's what I like about it. However, I do have. A, are we doing what we're? Are we doing recommendations? We're going to do recommendations next. Yeah. So if you got a recommendation, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for that. Hold on, on to that. that. Yeah. yeah. I've been playing this. So really, Hades, Twelve Minutes, and Dark Souls Two. And what have you been playing, Shibley? Well, I've been playing the the Let Takes Two or It Takes Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With with Mrs. Shibbles, I'm back on uh, Sushima playing Iki Island. Oh, how is uh, that the expansion? It's really fun. Nice. Uh, of course, I just loved the original game, yep. so oh, it's okay. a lot of fun getting back in. Uh, I'm waiting uh, for the new uh, Mario Party Superstars game. I think coming out at the end of October. Yep. Because uh, Mrs. Shibbles and I have been playing Mario Party as part of our streaming stuff too. So. Awesome. That's been big, and I've been uh, I've mentioned some of this too with uh, with Boston. I've played a few games with Boston, but since even before, right before the Queen's Gambit came out, I started to get back into chess. And then when Queen's Gambit came out, it just blew up. So I've been playing a lot of chess over the uh, the past year too, which has been really nice. He has beaten me on so many fronts. <laughs> That's you amazing. beat me a couple times too, though. I think we were. I think we were at like. I think we we're four and two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think she, he 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 was he had two games on me, and then I don't remember what happened. One I of mean, them you it, just lost on time, but that yeah, I just kind of bit. It's been a lot of fun just getting back into that and seeing people just have have fun. And now the calculations that it seems like people go with the hyper modernism that they have and how many people stream chess. I mean, they're doing on chess.com, they're doing pog champs, which is a bunch of different streamers like Mr. Beast and QT Cinderella and a lot uh, have been playing chess tournaments. They play like 10 minute games 
which is a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, no, that's it's just a game I've never. It's hard for me to play. Um, I played it once. Is... There was a Star Wars chess game that was kind of awesome, where if you Star took Wars a pawn or a knight, <laughs> yeah, you would uh, do like almost like a fatality, uh, which is kind of cool. And I have started a Metroidvania that just came out. I think right now it's just for PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five, called Fist. Um, don't oh. Google that unless you put the dots in the middle because oh, it's an acronym. Wow. Fuckboy yeah. will probably enjoy what he'll find if he if he Googles it. Um, I'm Google, right. I want to Google Fist slash Kraken. Okay, nice. Uh, <laughs> it's a Metroidvania where you play like an antimorphic uh, rabbit who was in a war. Um, and he has his mech arm still. Um, it's super fun. It reminds me a lot of Shadow Complex. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. the backgrounds are are phenomenal in this game. It's made by a Chinese developer. Um, it's super solid, and I do think there's a girl thief in there, which I think is going to be like the deviant art that's going to come out about her is going to be just ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's super fun. I'm about three or four hours into it. Um, but it's everything. If you like Metroidvanias at all, I think you'll like it. From what I understand, mm. it's about a 15 to 20 hour game, which is pretty, pretty Ooh. substantial for a Metroidvania. But yeah. um, it doesn't reinvent the reinvent the wheel at all. I mean, it has all the Metroidvania tropes, um, but they're good tropes, I think. Um, okay, good, yeah. yeah, it's got challenge, but not at like a hollow night level. Um, I'm really enjoying my time with it. Uh, the story oh, okay. is not the greatest, but I mean it's 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 decent. But yeah, no, I I I I really like it. All right, so now we're at the little part of the show that we call recommendations. Boston, would you like to what recommend us? What, what, what does that mean, Ryan? So recommendations, mm. what we do is we recommend things that we like. Oh, I see. Yeah, that. yeah, that makes sense. What recommendations do you have, Scott? Uh, mine is actually going to be I can't. I can't justify recommending Hades three weeks in a row. Okay. Uh, Our three three podcasts in a row. (laughs) So uh, my recommendation is actually going to be a TV show. Okay. Uh, Well, actually, TV show slash movie. Oh, curious. I know. So I started uh, watching uh, What We Do in the Shadows. So good. Uh, And I think we've discussed it on our podcast before. I just hadn't started watching it. And uh, I... And then I texted Ryan and said, Hey, you know, I started watching what we do in the shadows and this is so good. And he, and he said, Hey, did you watch the movie yet? And I was like, no, I haven't yet. So he's like, well, you need to stop what you're doing. Watch it right now because they make cameos. So I stopped, I stopped the show. I watched the movie and the movie is just as good as the show. The swear wolves uh, are my favorite part. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're great. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're so great. Uh, yes. So basically what it is for anybody who doesn't know, <clears throat> it's a, a documentary crew film is following around a real life, clan of vampires uh and you know they also have interactions with werewolves too but it but hilarity ensues that's all i can say basically it's i forgot I can't, what is the guy's name ryan the fly the Con- concords lead, lead guy oh yeah uh jermaine i can't think of his last name yeah i can't either but jermaine I, i'm a huge fan of that yep. man i think he's hilarious uh so and he's he was he was in the movie but he kind of i think he's the director of the tv show isn't he he directs a few Peter. episodes like uh so does uh what's his face from uh God, the director from the two Thor movies or the <laughs> Thor uh, Ragnarok. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like but, he... but 
Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's phenomenal. It's it's I can't recommend it enough. And and funny enough, uh, Ryan, our, our mutual friend uh, Drew, who just came back from DragonCon, told me uh, she was at some DragonCon party and he met Guermo from, uh, from, from no. the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, he, he, she said he was so he was so awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, by the way, his story in season two and continuing in season three is phenomenal. Oh, nice. I'm, yeah. I'm still in season one. And there is. To piggyback off your recommendation, this isn't mine. There is like another spinoff called Well, uh, something mm. paranormal. Um, Wellington Pillar. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wellington uh, Pillar. That's it. Wellington Paranormal. Yes. Yep. Thank yes. you. <coughs> I can't words. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I'm going to recommend a TV show on Hulu. So recently, our movie pals, we've been watching a lot of Steve Martin, Martin Short movies, like we did uh, Three Amigos and uh, Father Bride 1 and 2. Um, mm-hmm. There's a new show on Hulu where the two of them are teamed up with Sel- uh, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Yes. Yep. Yes. It's Is called, it good? It's so good. Murders, uh, only murders, murders in this building. It's basically about three people that live in this apartment. They're not friends but they all bond over a murder podcast they listen to a person in their building dies um the cops yeah. ruled it a suicide but they think it's there's a uh there's a murderer in the building all three of them have secrets it's super good uh it's i think awesome. hulu brought out the first three episodes to begin with and now they're doing it um weekly uh but so good okay. i'm gonna try to get pam and ash to watch it too as part of our movie pals um yeah yeah i saw i saw an interview with uh steve martin and or a part of an interview with steve martin and uh, uh martin short and uh, they were just talking about how you know how much they love selena gomez how, how they all three just click so well and yep. you know that, that's i guess that's part of why they, they, they the show's done why it came across as the show's doing so great because they all they all three really bonded yeah i'm really digging it do you have some recommendations for us michael Okay, so I'm going to try and get through these real quick. I, I, you know, I got excited with all these recommendations I've heard. I think on one of your shows, um, I forget who it was, but when they recommended Alice in Borderland, I went and watched that immediately, okay. and it was awesome. So definitely that. Always I'm going to recommend Hollow Knight. Until Silk Song comes out, I'm going to keep recommending Hollow Knight for mm-hmm. everybody to play. Mm-hmm. Play soon. Totally reeks of awesomeness. Yep. Um, but I am going to recommend – I'm actually going to recommend a book. I don't know if oh. anybody on here is rec- – I mean, some people have recommended graphic novels. Boston, yeah. I bought um, The Pride of Baghdad. I haven't read it yet. I need oh. to. Um, so but I'm going uh, to recommend – it's a book by – he writes for The Atlantic, but he's also a, a, a award-winning poet. His name's Clint Smith, and it's called How the Word is Passed. Okay. He went – over the past few years, he's traveled to like Monticello – um, like a Civil War cemetery in Petersburg, Virginia, and all these other places, and taking the tours to talk about how slavery and the reckoning we need to have with slavery in this country. And he's talked oh. with people who've worked there. He went actually to the Confederate cemetery when they were having one of their Memorial Day celebrations. So you have a oh, black God. guy there with a bunch of people wearing and flying Confederate flags. Yeah. And he's oh, having wow. conversations to him, even though they're just spouting all the lost cause bullshit mm. that they all come with. But it, I'm halfway through the book. It's incredible. He, Clint Smith also hosts on YouTube. It's one of the crash course. It's the stuff. It was started by John Green. Yes. Uh, and his brother. Familiar. Yeah. John Green, and his brother. 
but uh, Clint Smith is hosting Black American History. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, you know, if if you live in an area where they're using critical race theory as a boogeyman to scare you from learning about black history, uh, watch their, I think, 16 episodes in. They're not even up to the Civil War yet oh, God. Uh, talking about stuff. There's okay. like 15-minute videos. It's wonderful. Uh, a couple of podcasts I wanted to do real quick, too. Um, one, it is a sports podcast. I had to at least get one sports oh, yeah. thing on here. Yeah. Um, it's called Death at the Wing. It's by um, writer-director Adam McKay. Love uh, him. Yeah. He, because he talked about his love of basketball and talking about how the NBA first transitioned to, you know, it was such a big man game with, uh, Wilt Chamberlain and uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and those guys, but then the ABA had a lot of these guys who were flying a little faster and more dynamic players, and then that mesh. But they talked about how a lot of these players, because of things as the NBA was continuing its ascension, in you know starting with uh, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, and then of course Michael Jordan, a lot of these wing players ended up dead oh. from different things. So. And he talks about them in social issues, too, especially during the Reagan era, because mm. fuck Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Um, like, of course, the big episode uh, was like Len Bias, the great Maryland oh. basketball player. Like a day after he gets drafted by the Celtics, the defending champions, he snorts cocaine at a party and dies. And he Damn. links that to how Congress, both the Democrats and Republicans, decided this was the time to start passing these drug enforcement bills. And that's where the law where you got the 100 to one disparity between crack and cocaine, which of course imprisoned a whole bunch of black people. Mm. Uh, Mm. So again, there's a bunch of different ones. He talks about guns. He talks about depression. It's a bunch of great stuff. Okay. You have that. And then the last thing I want to recommend, of course, is old gods of Appalachia. Yes. Um, that is an amazing podcast. I just finished the second season. Holy shit, it's amazing. What's it about? If you were if you were into Eldritch horror, it is wonderful. I'm into anything horror. Yeah, I, was, it, I, I would love that. Yeah. It's amazing. Can you can you sum it up? Can you sum it up for him uh Shibley? So real quick, it takes place in an Appalachia. Essentially, it's an upside down Appalachia. So just think about like the mountains are actually taller in this Appalachia. So it's like the, the, the mirror of what we have here and people, especially once they started mining, they dug up some things that shouldn't be dug up. Mm. Uh, They were meant to stay stay dormant. They were meant to stay dormant. So it's kind of like the Balrog, but Stephen King books I've I've read. Yeah. It it's really good. It's really well done. Um, the last few episodes of the season, they brought in like cultural awareness people to like, cause it's written by a guy and a a girl who are both from Appalachia, but they're two white people, but they brought in when they were talking about, especially with, uh, black people in Appalachia, they brought in cultural sensitivity, uh, people to look over it and make sure and give them notes of how people would talk and history and things like that, which was really, really cool. It's really well done. I can't recommend it enough. Nice. No, that sounds awesome. What's that one called again? Uh, Old Gods of Appalachia. Okay. Uh, Boston, I know you know Corey Ryan Forrester. You guys had him on the show. What am I talking about? Yeah, we're big um, time. He does in uh, later in season two, he's a guest voice <gasps> on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. Cool. And cool. also, uh, Yuri Lowenthal, who you guys might know who played Spider-Man, <gasps> In uh, I think the video games. Yep, like uh, the played... new ones. 
I think he's Peter Parker yep. in the new Spider-Man games. He also does a guest voice on okay. some of those episodes too. Nice. So check it out. Start from the beginning. Check okay. them all out. They're amazing. Those are some really good recommendations. Thank Spot you. on, sir. I, I have a basketball question for Mike real quick because I know he brought up basketball. All right. It'll be really quick. Really quick. Your all-time starting five of all players oh. of all time. Go. Oh, you're going to have to do that to me. Okay. Uh, yep. Mike, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Shaq, uh, Kobe. Oh, I need a fifth. I need a fifth. I'm going to go with Stephen Curry. So I got a lot of okay. shooters in there. Right. Yeah, you're right. Right. it's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's solid. That's a dominating team for sure. I don't think I'd want to play against it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think I'd play against any professional basketball player. No. Well, the only downside is no. we're playing hockey. So, uh, <laughs> oh, damn nice. <laughs> we, thank, we thank you all so very much for joining us, Michael. Uh, it was great to have you on the show. Thank you guys for having me. Always a pleasure to come on and yeah, talk sports. You're, you're and great, man. Everything. No, you Thank know you all. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You're 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 definitely the sports machine. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's how I am. I can see that to you, sir. You are definitely that sports nerd. Yep, uh, that's hurtful. And with that, uh, I, I may uh, I may call you throughout this year, uh, Mike. Because I, I think we're friends now. Uh, just yes. on football advice. <laughs> Absolutely, that's our podcast, <laughs> bringing people together. Bringing people yeah, together. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry about uh, your brother, though. We're, we're, still, we're still bonded for life, though, Brian. Okay. No, no, no. We got to talk to him in the we, next episode. So that's good. Yeah, we'll, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to podcast pen, podcast pen pals next time. Yep. Yes. Well, we'll do that on our, well, I guess we'll do that on our PDQ one. Yep. Thank you again, Internet, for joining us on this episode. We will see everybody in the next one. Good night. We have been VRB AFK. Thank you. And bye. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Bye-bye. There's a net or a hoop or a hole in the ground. I hope they get it in. If they want to go to all the bases, I hope they do. If they're supposed to run past a line or whatever, I hope they do that too. Sports go sports. But there is. Are you okay, Boston? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Okay. Good. Okay. Um, there was like a weird snort sound. I didn't know if you were okay. Uh, uh, I'm fine. I'm not falling asleep at all. Uh, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Make sure to edit that out because we don't want people to think. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've, not, I've not been bored. I've just been. I've apparently been crashing this this past it's, little bit. It's okay, so. buddy. Um, are you okay, Boston? Because you're starting I'm, to become a demon. It's freaking me out. I, I'm, oh, let, me, let me mute. Hold on. Let me mute my mind for a second. Okay, all right. What did the call it exorcist? <laughs> yeah. Boston. Um, but I'll keep talking. So, so basically.